Welcome to the season 2 of the In Your Shoes podcast. The podcast aims to get into the shoes of a person like you and me and learn from their career stories and experiences. Through this conversation, we will uncover insights and pearls of wisdom which will hopefully inspire you and expand your thinking. We're doing something different this season. Apart from a full-length show, we will also expand on topics of interest that emerge during the conversation these will be distributed as special episodes which are short targeted and provide you with the context when you are short on time let us get right into it this is a special episode featuring dr geeta prakash from india geeta is an accomplished educator in the field of engineering and technology She achieved her PhD from a renowned National Institute of Technology in Karnataka, India. In this special episode, we discuss the prevalence of rote learning especially in Indian education system and how students and teachers can can move towards an experiential based learning system. The full episode is also available on the podcast page. uh from your point of view why is that the norm why is rote learning is an is a norm instead of the experiential and the peer based learning which you really felt were good alternatives to what has been uh happening so far uh basically uh our uh, education you know the way our education system is uh if you know having traveled across the world i've seen that the way we need to learn is by doing things so most of the time we get pushed into a classroom where you know we you have a curriculum that is prescribed it could be in school you know it could be in the smallest class as your second standard or third standard or third grade or fourth grade so we have a curriculum we have a structure and somehow i have seen uh, you know there are very few who would actually like to go out of the textbook learning and you know probably spend a little more time in encouraging the students to even discuss among themselves or even comprehend about the session and uh, what i also see is that the student doesn't know in advance what is going to be taught in today's class so it's always good for you know uh, the teacher to tell in advance that you know this is what we are going to learn so the student actually even if he doesn't read he can probably recollect his experiences or get a feel for what is going to happen in the class and uh, we don't have as much uh, activity based learning so i think you know including these activity based learning like for example a visiting a nearby grocery store or if a student has been going to a grocery store if the teacher can ask how did he actually you know end up paying money to the grocer and then you know getting the change back that will actually make mathematics so simple it is just addition and subtraction so i think experiential learning has to be included right from school days which i haven't seen you know in our education system i think that is what matters a lot and uh, teachers of late you know 
you know they get bound by these like there's no autonomy there's lack of freedom so they need this freedom to be able to inculcate this experiential learning in the classrooms that actually makes a lot of sense uh, you mentioned that in order to promote experiential learning you would like to see teachers getting uh i would say more autonomous and also more freedom to do pursue that uh aspect of learning what else do you see that could help uh experiential learning become more a norm and a common thing in the indian education society we focus a lot on the you know grading system the marking system uh so it's always uh, an objective kind of a system it's like you know the student writes something and then you mark it and then you give marks it's always good to have a part of the assessment as a subjective assessment as well you know I, i've seen students who are not able to write exams you know who who really cannot do it but we've never uh, tried to understand why the student is not able to write an exam or why he or she is not able to score marks in the exam so it's not uh, you know a cup of tea for everybody so the cause for the problem is uh, really not well understood so from my past experience as a teacher that's what i've seen you know when they express uh, i realize there are multiple reasons for students not being able to write exams so at the end of the day our measuring stick is only that marks card so for some time uh, they had included this grading system which is you know subjective but then uh, some um, teachers felt that the subjective system was becoming very biased uh, so unless we draw the line you know to understand how well the subjective system can be used and you know can be used as a measure uh, it becomes very difficult so that is what pushes student to a rote learning mechanism because he all he wants to do is clear the exam get marks and then you know go somewhere so we miss that learning curve in itself so i think the assessment also should change if the teaching mechanism has to become experiential learning otherwise you can't assess the person you know if he's learned how to do maths in a very different way there is no mechanism of assessing it that is actually so true so so right i want to actually go back to the point about this whole experiential versus rote learning and just explore this topic a little bit with you because i think there's a lot of value in what you just said um what do you feel and what do you see as the degenerative or the negative effects of rote learning for a particular student in their future so for example if a student has always been asked to go through this process of rote learning in the earlier part of careers and they grow up and they land up a job or a profession how do you see that whole experience of going through the rote learning shapes their thinking in their careers and in their future uh well, very interesting uh, question and uh, yeah multiple answers to this that uh, if a student goes with rote learning okay uh, there are times when he or she is not able to think differently um, just as an example you know if you have a subject which 
has a whole lot of formulae which a student has to actually remember he's wasting so much of his productive memory power in trying to memorize the equations and uh, he fails to spend so much of time in trying to understand how and where he could use these equations where in fact as you you know when you are employed you really don't need to remember any of these equations if you understood them if you are able to interpret them there's always a handbook which can give you the list of equations so i believe that when we are assessing a student it's good to give a cheat sheet kind of thing which i generally used to you know suggest that you give the formula sheet in itself so that the student has understood the equation or whatever is required let him not memorize and waste his memory power in remembering this and if memory fails in the exam then he messes up that entire question and he ends up getting less marks and then that becomes detrimental to the student because he didn't do well but it's not a fault of his you know because he couldn't remember the equation so i think that you know when we are uh, assessing students it's good that we interpret whatever is required and provide them with this information which he need not remember so that expands his thinking ability and that Uh, you know kind of percolates in his workplace because he is able to interpret and do differently so if you're given the cheat sheet uh, you know you'll find lot of students would be solving the same question in different ways because they're able to spend time in doing the sum not in recollecting the equation so this actually i've seen has a lot of effect in their performance even otherwise it could be in project execution it could be in just delivery it could be in solving non technical problems as well so this really adds value to the education uh, apart from this uh, i also would think uh, students and you know whoever is learning they should get involved in activities which are very different from their curriculum like if it's a technical course then they should be doing some literary activity where they are able to bring out their creativity think about solving problems in different ways so this also adds value to their experiential learning will help in their profession as well hmm i think it's it's a very interesting point and i think so rampant at least in the times that i was growing up uh, in india um i think it's also an aspect around families and parents um perhaps i would be wrong at this point in time but at least the time where i was growing up being more focused in getting the grades that they think their kids should have instead of really directing them to the experiential based learning so what i would like to learn from you is how do you see the role of a of a family of parents in this process especially in the field of education to steer young kids and young children from rote learning to experiential based learning yes uh, i think you've raised a very good point uh you know this is again uh, a big question mark of you know uh it's like the chicken and the egg you know what should be first so i think both will go hand in hand so it's always good to even speak with parents you know be it school or be it uh, a college or an institution uh 
uh, it's always good to even address what parents feel whenever i've spoken to parents uh, they also uh, some of them are actually not very happy with the rote learning as well but what happens is they they get you know involved in the entire system in such a manner that there is no way out for them or for the children so uh, it should be uh, a complete involvement of all the stakeholders so when when we are do you know trying to change the assessment or you know trying to say that there should be a subjective evaluation so there should be you know uh, probably a feedback system feedback mechanism asking inputs from parents it's not that you know everything can be incorporated into the entire system because they'll have their own problems of you know running the entire um, educational system but i think taking feedback from stu uh, you know students as well as parents and uh, it's not a difficult task to actually convey and tell them that this is you know going to be an okay way of doing things or you know it will actually help their kid but most of the time uh, it's more like the other person is doing it so if my son or daughter doesn't do it will he fall back in his education will he not get what he wants this fear is there in parents so you know that is why i think most of them you know try to push the kid to do something where you know all the other children are uh, also doing so i think involvement of all stakeholders to understand what is it that they want what is it that we can deliver from the education system i think that will really add value and most parents are open to it it's just that they are unable to you know get this change up and running in any of the institutions yeah i think that's a very very good point um the sense of fear and that this fear creates the the pressure for the parents to uh also start expecting rote learning from their from their children from their from the kids thank you for listening to this special episode the full episode with more insights and experiences is also available on the podcast page please subscribe the podcast in your shoes on the podcast channel including apple podcast spotify overcast pocket cast and others to know more please visit www.inyourshoes.com that is i n u r shoes.com